0: out Okay, sweet. All
1: right, what's up, Shantanu?
2: Hey, man. Hmm. I'm in Leh right now,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> you, I, 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 you keep going back and forth between
2: Delhi and Leh. Yeah, man. I had some stuff lying over here, so I came. I also just wanted to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are you? Are you staying
1: at the same place you were doing the fellowship?
2: No, no, no. This time I have a a room in a guest house near Lane Market. Nice.
1: nice.
2: So yeah. Let's talk about fucking milk teeth. Are you excited for it to come out? <laughs> I'm so excited, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till it comes out.
1: Yeah, I I think I think at least for me it's been something I've been anticipating for really long because I like I've I remember hearing the songs uh like years ago and like mm-hmm. like I've like I remember like two years ago like being at the Pavel Hana office and like one of the two, yeah. like, had shown me one of the tracks and now it's there on the album and I was like, Oh shit, like I can tell that it's been I can tell that it's been a work in progress and like yeah. I've love for really long.
2: Yeah, man. I even, I took your advice from that day for, do you know, I remember I played you, you know, and you heard the outro and you're like, dude, you should like put some distorted guitars and like make it like a wall. And I was like, dude, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. And I did it like the next day or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds great.
1: It sounds really good. No, of course. Yeah, it sounds, it's sounding really good. And uh, I remember you also mentioned that you mixed it yourself uh and I f- thought that was interesting too, because i I think I can definitely hear that like I can hear that like um, uh, it hasn't been mixed by someone else I, I feel like it has the same sensibility of the person who recorded it, uh which is like you know kinda like it's kind of got this like patchwork sort of like uh aesthetic where like it seems that you know some of the songs were written like a long time ago, some were written more recently like it very much feels like this personal kind of like journal of songs. Uh, but I guess just like tell me about like the like you know how like why it ended up being you know this like how how it, how it reflects like you over the last few years I guess, I suppose because it to me it sounds like that uh, but I guess you know how you kind of how you evolved with the
2: album over the last few years I guess if you will yeah man I mean that totally happened because before I started working on this album I actually didn't know much at all about recording mm-hmm and producing music i mean I, I had had experiences of working with people like mithi for the Ranis album and on and though for the first EP. yeah but like yeah man, i had never actually gotten my hands dirty and right, right. I, I kind of this was like some of the songs on this were mm. like the first not not the first first but like the early you know attempts at sort of recording music and stuff and uh it was like a frustrating process because you know, uh in the beginning you don't know shit <laughs> and like your stuff doesn't sound too great. Mm. So I so I would keep like, you know, uh like storing it for like three, four months, like not listening to them, not working on those projects, trying to do other stuff, mm. then coming back to them. I even did like uh the morning morning record was just one of those things where they're like I I had actually started Working on Milk Teeth, or uh, what my what I thought was Milk Teeth before that one, I just wasn't able to get. Uh, I just wasn't able to get a lot of those songs to sound the way I wanted to. Uh, wanted them to sound like Eliza, Don't Count on Me, and uh, Say No More as I Grow. These songs I already had, so yeah. I mean, yeah, I would. I actually had to be patient and sort of. Become actually give myself time to become better at recording and producing and and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, it was. I grew through this album, all the songs constantly changing.
1: But then, why the decision to like produce and mix it on your own? Is it that you just wanted it to be this very personal thing, or is it just like you weren't finding anyone who you know could really understand what kind of a sound you were trying to get?
2: Yeah, it was that, man. I started looking back to whatever i had done so far and i and i just felt like it was missing this this like part of me dude like you know i would listen to it and be like yo i don't i mean i first i i I even even i can't relate to it like that hard you know so there's got to be something wrong like something is missing and i started feeling like yo maybe it's it's because i'm uh sort of not not taking it the whole way and i maybe it's not i'm not getting my hands dirty enough so i i had this yeah i started feeling like man i want to like record my own music a lot of the music i started getting into that time also had that aesthetic and i sort of was drawn to to you know like um bedroom recordings and that whole vibe so i was like dude this is definitely something that i want to learn and after making that decision it was just Um, yeah, taking the songs that I'd write on just a guitar and start thinking about more than just a guitar. And I I taught myself how to play like a little bit of keyboard like that. And yeah, man, I started thinking about mixing, like figuring guitar, like knowing about how guitar effects pedals work and stuff really helped um, translating, uh, you know, my sound ideas. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of fun, dude, like, you know, doing that. I just wanted to. You know. Yeah. And, uh,
1: yeah, I guess the, the first single you released was Eliza Don't on Me. And that in particular, I remember hearing that song, like, like when we played together in 2017, yeah, did that song. So yeah. I, like, and that, like this time when you released it, it was the first time I'd heard it since then. And I was like, Oh wow, this is like, like I, re- I had remember, I remembered the tune, but I like mm. had totally forgotten about the song, but, yeah. uh. I, like I thought it was an interesting single to release man, right, because it it like it's very different at least to me it it sounded very different than what i like as had associated with like your sound or whatever yeah. like it kind of you know like the the it, it was really like dark and like dirty which which was like very unexpected and uh just like with the arrangements and everything like with the drums and the horns and all uh you know i like to tell me a bit about that song because it's it sounds very like it sounds less bedroomy than the others if you know what I mean like yeah. it, it sounds yeah, like sure. a bit more ambitious.
2: Yeah. Man that song was the the most difficult song to um sort of like finish and, and like get done. Yeah. Because I mean it it was it's also I think it has that vibe also because it's slightly older it's it's a very old song I wrote it in 16s around when I played it for that show. And I think I'd recorded also around then. But the thing is that, see, like Eliza and four other songs, uh, of which three of them are on the album, was all like this one session I did in Stefan's house mm. with a mixed bag of like Bola, Jayant and Akshay. Mm. And we hadn't really jammed the songs or anything. And Jayant was going to college uh, very very soon. And he sort of... Uh, was someone i I was playing with a lot at the time so i just wanted to like in a quick rush hurry just get some recordings done because pcrc had just finished recording bismillah Mm. uh, like the rough skeleton of bismillah Mm. Mm. so Karthik had all his stuff set up and he was like yo if you want to record your songs let me know it's either it's like now or i'll pack up right 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 so i was like okay dude let's just let's just get this done And it was like very rushed and we hadn't really figured out the parts. I was just telling these guys, you just play. We'll do it like two, three times and like the third or fourth time will be the one Mm type. So that kind of worked for like two songs. It didn't, and you know, it it sort of half worked with Eliza. The thing is, Stefan has this really cool old piano, upright piano, slightly wonky sounding upright piano in his house. And we got a great recording of that. But the only problem w- was that like, it was all in one room. So there was full on cymbal bleed in those mics. Mm-hmm. And, and there was also some bass bleed. And mm. uh, so it was just really hard to work with it, man. And there were so many times where I was just like, dude, maybe I should just do it again. Yeah. But I really liked the vocals also on that because the vocal was also like a live uh, one take sort of thing. And I just felt like the vibe was so right that I just, like, pulled my hair out, man, trying to, like, replace the drums. It was so so difficult, dude, because what Akshay had played was all over the pianos, man. And, like, it was, like, just uh, unacceptable. Like, I needed to, like, change the drums for sure. So I tried all kinds of things, tried doing some MIDI stuff on it, and then, like, it would just keep like frustrating me and I'd like ditch it and come back to it and ditch it and come back to it. And like, finally I got Karan to play some stuff and just somehow just make it work. Like high, like low pass the shit out of the piano until there's like more high end. And yeah, I mean, it was just about like muscling it into getting into work, bro. And yeah, I feel like that, that song. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a little different from the rest. Eliza, Eliza,
0: Eliza Eliza, don't count on me Cause I'm not the man The man that you want me to be When I'm not asleep When I'm on my feet When I'm standing straight Upright, make no mistake A.K.A. when I'm awake Eliza, Eliza, Eliza Eliza don't come this creep underneath my soul's rotten, and I wanna watch you. With. This heart is on fire, and I am a liar. But honestly, I wanna keep what's left of me, cause I'll never seven
1: Like a surprise single today. Uh, yeah. Right? the per- permanent food. Uh, yeah, I really like the lyric video. Did you make that yourself? Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. it's It's really cool. How did you how did you make that? Like just on iMovie or something? Uh, I made it on paint. You can you can make videos on paint.
2: Yeah, so there's this thing called js Paint. I don't know what to call it. like it's like a, a browser uh, website. That okay. simulates the old, old paint. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, man. Because the new paints, they all look wrong, man. And I, I can't vibe with it that much. That one, though, it was, I remember, I'm, I used to do a lot of paint stuff, too, when I was yeah, in, yeah, tech, yeah. in school. for fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I found this app. That's mm. this browser app. Mm. That simulates the 95 paint, but it has this. It has some extra features. Like there's this one feature where, if you like, you can make a GIF out of every stroke that you uh, oh. make to create a piece of thing. Oh. So like the, your entire history, you can create a GIF out of that. Right, right, so right. I was like, dude, if I just write all the lyrics one time, I can just like you know uh, make the make the entire history into a GIF. Right. And I can sort of line it up with the song. Wow! And yeah,
1: yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, that's that's crazy. Yeah, and I love like, I love uh, I don't know, like techniques like that, which are just very like you just kind of like figure out this very jagged way of doing. Something. Yeah. But, like, but it's but it's great because it just like yeah. there's so many ways to get like a a thing like a lyric video done, you know. And that's like it's yeah. honestly really like it's unique that like you know you can take something that's a platform that's not meant to make videos on, you just make videos out of it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, the song obviously sounds great. And in the mailer, uh, you were kind of talking about, like, you know, the reason why you'd want to do a lyric video is because lyrics are very important to you. And yeah. you, know, you kind of, you, ta- you take a lot of time to make sure that the lyrics sound good and they're fitting with the song. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also I also remember, like, years ago, we were talking about, like, lyrics and, like, what does this song mean, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you kind of expressed like a disdain for like, you know, I, I don't really know what the song is like about. It's just whatever. It's just a kind of a stream of consciousness of whatever emotion I'm channeling at the moment. Yeah. But I guess now, like with that, with this new album in mind, like obviously lyrics are, ve- it's very front and center. Uh, it's very clear what you're saying. Uh, the themes you're exploring are also, uh, you know, uh, they're very, they're very present in the music. It's not, it's it's the kind of album where there is a lot of musically going on, but the words are, you know, they're they're they're, they're clearly weaving like this kind of story. Uh, so I guess like what what's your general like? Um, just tell me a little bit about like the lyric writing process. I mean, what has that been like for you?
2: Yeah, man. I I feel like I automatically uh, I'm just drawn towards like. Um, like crafting with words as more so than with music yeah. i've always felt that way yeah. and yeah man like with lyrics the thing is that i mean it's, it's 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 different sometimes it's very um like deliberate and you know what you're trying to say and you're just putting that forth but it it generally doesn't appear so you know, to me immediately, it, it might come up like you know, after I've written already like half of the half of the song. Mm. Up until then, I probably not know exactly what I'm trying to say. Is mm. it's just what what it's like? I feel like the purest form of intuition that I feel on a on a semi regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know where uh, yeah, it's just at least. Uh, almost sometimes the whole song sometimes a a large chunk of the song will be mostly just intuitively you know stuff that comes out of like saying like gibberish mostly Mm -hmm. and and i and like a lot of the times it's like uh, you know i i'd sit with that and sort of write the rest of it with with a certain deliberation or like you know um Sort of like switch the switch the order of of lines and
1: you come into the song with a, with an idea of okay, this is going to be about like I like these words and i'm I'm gonna fit them in yeah the song now, or is it like has it come much later after the music
2: uh sometimes most for me, mostly it starts with a phrase or something uh and off late it's been like that. When I started writing songs, it was mostly music. And I would like, you know, uh, have like a progression and write to that. But like off late, it's like sometimes I, I just have a feeling. I say something to myself in my head. And I if, if I think it sounds cool or something, I'll just like record it. Or like take a note of it. and And just, you know, when I'm feeling... When I, a, lot, a lot of the time it's like right then when you're feeling vulnerable and after like sort of, you know, deep dive into that, into what that one phrase made you feel like. Yeah. And or maybe it's like, you know, you just stay save it for later. Mm. But yeah, a lot of a lot of the times it's like one line or something or like one thing I'll say to myself. Yeah. And uh, uh, off late, it's I I, I kind of like that way of going into things. Um, But like mostly, man, mostly it starts with music, you know, mostly it'll be some kind of movement that inspires one line here and there. All I really need nowadays, or like, you know, I feel like for the last couple of years, four, five years, all I will need is like one interesting uh, combination of words to like start my brain turning and sort of... Yeah. And then it's like so intuitive a lot of the time. I don't even you, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like you just autopilot kind of. Yeah. And that's why I couldn't be bothered a lot of times with what the song means. Because sometimes it does mean just one really specific thing that you can boil it down to. But sometimes it's like, uh, you know, you're, you don't really know. It's like your, your brain is moving in different ways. Yeah. And I feel like that's so beautiful as well because uh, it, could, it, it can like move move yourself also in different ways, move other people in different ways. And like, that's why, I mean, getting into the business of trying to like break it down and stuff like that really sort of um, puts me off a bit like yeah. sometimes. Uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of one of those things that you, you don't want to actually overanalyze, analyze. The meaning, I mean, and, and just what it is in itself is is beautiful, and you you don't like, you know, in a sense, like mm. uh, sort of like breaking it down or like over analyzing it, kind of removes the essence of it, and like, yeah, you know, it's, it's best to leave it the way it
2: is, uh for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I I have this feeling where it's like before you finish a song, like so, like when you're like maybe fifty percent, sixty percent into a song, and it's still that like bag of you know abstraction yeah i feel like that's the most beautiful stage once you finish it it sort of comes down to earth a bit and when it's so similarly with song lyrics and meanings and stuff like that i definitely like to leave it up over there you know and not bring it down i know i can if i try you know like with some songs it's because i mean like it hits me very soon after maybe a couple of weeks after what where it came from and what kind of guilt I'm trying to like you know channel and stuff like that but like it's just you know yeah man like when you try, when you leave it like up there in, in that abstract you know form I feel like that's the most beautiful stage in any form of art
0: Bit my tongue, it got me in trouble. Teardroplet couples on my crooked face. From where they fall, a cave like December. A cave to remember. The cave keeps me safe. Safe from the sun, safe from the sidewalk. She listens when I talk, she knows me so well. Like permanent food, old conversation.
1: Yeah, so in the album, uh, you know, I was listening to it this morning, like, I really like the like the last leg of the album, uh, like everything from Skeeters is on. Uh, yeah. I feel like production wise, there's like some really interesting stuff going on uh, in that period, uh, yeah. which I feel like if there's somebody, you know, people who have been listening to your music, it's definitely going to be like something new. I wouldn't say challenging, but it'll be something new for them. Yeah. For sure. uh, but yeah, I, I really like, uh, I, since I already mentioned the song names, uh, I really like Skeeter's. I really like the sound of it. Like, I just, I think the, the way the vocals are recorded uh, is just like, it It just kind of like, it, it's very immersive sounding and it kind of like hits you with like the way your voice sounds. Uh, and, you know, and obviously like the mouth organ and everything like there's there's a certain like atmosphere of folksiness, but I think what's interesting is that you've taken like this folksy kind of palette, but you've kind of like, like glitched it out a little bit, or you've kind of like made it a little bit like warped and wonky, which is really interesting. Uh, cause yeah, I, I just, that's, that's like my my favorite shit basically is just like taking like some kind of like, like well-established genre, well-established Sonic palette, and just kind of like subverting it in some way or like just making something a bit strange about it. Um, Oh, yeah, I mean, I think, like, the the feelings of, like, in the album, I think initially it starts out with, you know, a, a, like something which is a bit more familiar with your music of feelings of, like, yearning or love or relationships and uh, coming of age and this and that. But, like, th- those last few songs really sound like they're coming from kind of a more dejected and kind of a a, a bit more of a dark place, Uh so, yeah, tell me about, the, like, Skeeters and, like, Uh-Oh and, like, those last few songs. Like, just, like, like what was kind of, like, how, how you went about recording those songs? Because they sound very different from the first part of the album.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, Skeeters is, like, one of my favourites too, man. I love that song. I love the way it turned out also. And, um, you know, I, I mean... All all those songs are all written on, like Skeeter's and Uh A-O were just basically just guitar songs. Hmm. They started off like that. And this was around the time, I was in Hyderabad when I recorded both these songs, wrote and recorded them. And I was on Hmm. a pretty good creative, like, in a good creative place at that time. I was writing, like, a lot and recording. Okay. Getting like, I felt like I was growing a lot faster when it comes to production and stuff like that. These were like sort of like some of the newer-ish songs on the album. So by this time, I already my you know when I think about writing, like my writing had already started accommodating for like um, some production stuff already by this time. So when I was when I was writing Skeeters, I I already. And I've had that sound in my head, like I wanted like a really washy sort of looped drum, sort of s- swingy, folky kind of, you know, mm. lazy mm-hmm. drum mm-hmm. sound for the, yeah. that. And so I was pretty much, I had that in my head while I was like, you know, playing the riff. It was also, a, you know, a really basic, like sort of, you know, guitar uh, noodling thing. I I just, you know, it was like the go thing I pick up a guitar I start like doing that and yeah man I had I basically that that's a that's a song that I I feel like I sort of had this entire sound in my head but funnily enough like the harmonica thing was was just a replacement sort of like you know SOS kind of like I just needed to do something here because before that I wanted to like have some slide guitar some really wonky sort of like slide guitar. And I was asking Bola because I can't play that shit, man. And I asked Bola like, yo, can you play it? And he's like, dude, even I don't play slide. I'll try. Yeah. And he tried, but it wasn't working out. And I was trying to like find slide guitar players. And one day out of just desperation of like, yo, I just want to like fucking finish this shit, you know, because that became like something, a reason for me to put it off like one year. Mm. one and a half years uh, that song was just lying and it was like oh I need to like do this and I it got to a point where and this is something I've done a lot in on on the record like I'd have all these big ideas of having these you know a bunch of people play and feature on it and like mm. um it, it would always end up just being me just going in and mm. like trying to fill in the gaps out yeah. of desperation so the harmonica thing was that like I was like one day it just Hit me like, yo, I know how to play fucking harmonica too, bro. And like that could fit. And I went and found my harmonicas after like years and they were full of dust. Yeah. And then there's like, I had a lot of fun mixing that song also. I made some really bold, like I felt like really good. Yeah. After mixing that. I also didn't spend too much time on that. Like, you know, as opposed to like other songs. Mm. That song wasn't very problematic. Everything was very easy and Mm. sort of like, it felt right the whole time and satisfying. That one was a satisfying song to mix. I also like did like weird shit, man, on that. I haven't really done much. Mm-hmm. I would like boost like frequencies on like bass and stuff that I'd like generally be cutting. I, I like that song has like a really. I feel like I it's like it's got like a bold mix. Those harmonicas come in pretty loud, also, yeah. and I was like initially, it, Like, there's that,
1: yeah. like, there's that, like, flanging, like, effect on them or something, which is also really cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I yeah, put like I, I think that firstly there's like three layers on it, mm. so even naturally there's a certain amount of like stuff, and on right. top of that, like I put this, uh, phaser, flanger. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like yeah. Some, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, and and oh,
1: uh, like, and it's not just in that track, but I've I heard it obviously. That's it's also on "Do You Know" and some other songs of like you've you've experimented yeah. with, like pitching around vocals.
2: Yeah. So, so is that
1: is that your own vocals that you're pitching around, or what is that?
2: Yeah, man, that's my vocal. Mm-hmm. I was just initially those were just placeholders for like uh, getting someone else. I was trying to like ask. I wanted a female voice on it. Mm. I asked a couple of people, it didn't work out. And Mm. like, I had sort of just done that shifty thing to make it sound like some, because I mean, if it was just in my voice, it would just be like flat and boring. Mm. So I was just trying to like, make it sound like somebody else. And after a while, my ears just got like, used to hearing the songs like that. I actually started (laughs) liking it. Because initially, it was just like, every time I'd play it to somebody, I'd be like, "Yo, ignore that, you know, weird effect, voice thing. Yeah. has just a placeholder. <laughs> but like, later, I, I started digging into it. And I, I tweaked it around a little bit. I managed to find this spot. It's like vocal transformer on Logic. Okay. So it has a formant shift as well as a pitch. It's like Alter Boy. I, it's like Alter Boy. But it, the glitch is different. In it, It's way more glitchier. Like Alter Boy is like a little more robotic and thick and full yes. sounding Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like uh, the Vocal Transformer just is like really digital and like you know full of artifacts and has like a more glitchy sound especially because it has like different modes on it like you can put guitar or like drums. <laughs>
1: yeah I mean you did involve other people in this in this album obviously for like the different instruments and stuff so like yeah you know how how is like the process of working with other people versus when it's like just you I mean how how do you like reconcile both of them like for
2: yourself yeah there's a lot that I hear that I can't do myself yeah for sure so I already and I try you know like as much as I possibly can I try to do it myself Mm. but like yeah, man, like when it comes to some things like drums and like bass and stuff like that, like I and I'm, I mean, like I, I like Hola, for example, is someone who I've sort of like you know been collaborating with so long now, like it's so natural for me to like. Mm. Um, so, with him, it's like anything that I do, yeah man like you know I want him to like you know play on or like do something on yeah so that that's just easy you know that that's that comes easily and it's not much for me to like stress over like there's also so many like uh, people who you think about that you want to like work with but then you know you you never like I'm the kind of dude that just thinks about it and like will use it as an excuse to put things off and like I'll never end up texting these people or like doing anything and by the end of it just doing it myself yeah so yeah I mean it's also like very like for me it's like a comfort thing yo like I I know these boys I've jammed with all these guys so much and we're mostly like just we hang out also a lot just you know as friends so it's like whoever that's like played on this record is like you know mostly just homies friends and like it just like you know fit in really naturally yeah I tried here and there to like get get some people to play but it it got a little like uh it just got a little bit complicated and I was just like fuck it you know so yeah I mean mostly it's like how I reconcile with it is like I will je- definitely try to do like the 100% that I'm possibly capable of doing myself and if my vision is like broader than that then I I'm lucky that I have like people that I'm so close to can like you know, get, who I can get there with. Mm-hmm. So yeah man, I mean that's pretty much how I uh, how I do it. Like there's some like for example, like the money morning, morning record is this biodegradable, like that was something that was just basically like just me. Yeah, and, yeah. It's also like I was going for that with that, you know, having having it super minimal and uh making like a making that kind of a record. So I'm sure there will be in the future, also things that I decide to do like completely by myself it's mostly just like you know it's on a song basis, mm-hmm. and what the vision calls for mm-hmm. yeah so like for example like the the horn sections and all of that, they all were started off with like MIDI that I would play on the keyboard as just a part, right. and then you know. There's some things mostly I try to like get away with using that stuff. But like, you know, some things you just can't get away with. Bro, just sound bad. Like, you know, (laughs) fake horns sound damn bad. So like, I, and like, yeah, Rohit is a buddy. So, uh, I mean, that was also, uh, and I would have probably just used the fake horns if I didn't have a buddy who could play it. Honestly, like, I haven't collaborated with anybody like who I'm not buddies with. Right, right. who I can like just ask for you know that gets a little weird man I, I don't think I've ever actually done that man ever right. yeah yeah
1: there's a certain trust you need to cultivate like with like I, I I feel what you're saying because even like I know with my own stuff also like that I feel like I need to cultivate I need to like establish that like friendship and trust before I go ahead and like hey can you just like sing or yeah play this stuff so the, the track Haley's Comet uh Like, I remember that was on the Morning Morning, like, EP slash album as well. Yeah. And that's made it back here, not just as its own song, but also as a reprise. So, I feel like that that song has, like, some special, like, value to you. But maybe you could talk about that song a little bit.
2: Yeah, that song was supposed to be on Is This Biodegradable? And I was really trying hard to, like, get it to happen. That song is also, like had like many different versions like the first version i did of that song is like 11 minutes and it has a bunch of spoken word on in it Mm -hmm. and uh that was also kind of the reason why i mean like yeah i'm glad i didn't put it out earlier than now you know because i I feel like that song needed to take on like two three uh uh, versions Mm -hmm. before i was happy with it the earlier version is also nice it's just yeah, I, I that spoken word shit got old really fast for me, man. And it would have driven me crazy if I'd put it out like that. <laughs> oh so, yeah, man. Like, uh, so yeah, I did this for this version of that earlier, and um, that's also a song I wrote like long back uh, in two thousand seventeen, maybe. That was, it was also one of the first keyboard songs I wrote. Mm. And yeah, was, that song, I, the way I pictured is this biodegradable. Hayley's was like. Always definitely a part of it, Mm. and like it was last minute, I just took it out. Um, and yeah, man, like I sort of by then started like uh, having a vision for how I actually wanted it to be, Mm. and that song was also like a huge milestone for me production wise because I have this thing, dude, like I have this preamp Mm. that has a hardware auto tune on it, okay, and yeah. It's like a Antares autotune pre. So what? how it's set up is it's set up like a keyboard. So it has like all the 12 notes laid out in front of you and you can manually fix the scales and stuff that you want your autotune to be. Whoa. And that has a sound that I've never been able to get a good autotune sound from a plugin. Like whenever I've used autotune, I've always used this thing because in logic also like the glide thing between the notes i can never like fix it properly dude like there's something i'm not using it right uh, and i feel that way about most like auto tune but this one has two settings on it, it has a soft and a hard so if you want you can get that hard auto tune sound and you can get a soft auto tune sound right right now the cool thing the cool thing about this pre is it's also like a tube like a sort of cheap preamp right, right. so you can drive it and it also it has like a it has two outputs. It has like an XLR balanced out and it has like a quarter inch like unbalanced out. Mm-hmm. So what I would do with this uh with this thing is I take the dry signal, the XLR would be straight, going straight into my interface as whatever coming straight out of the preamp. Mm-hmm. And I take the um the unbalanced and use that as a wet. Like I'd run light, it through like pedals. some pedals. So in Logic, I'd end up with a dry vocal sort sil- yeah. sil- of auto-tune track. And yeah. with it like a completely affected, I'd just run it through my guitar rig. Oh, shit. Okay, so okay. I would put distortion, compression, delay, bunch of shit on it. And you could just like fucking do solos, bro, with your mouth. Like yeah. it, it just sounds <laughs> yeah. like guitar solos. Right, right, right. I would have so much fun with that, bro. Oh. And like the thing is that since you can set which notes you want to hit you can literally only set like two notes for example so right, you can right. be doing whatever the fuck
0: yeah. and
2: that would confuse the shit out of the autotune because right. it's literally like only jumping from like one semitone like seven semitones and right, right. in in the middle it would get very confused yeah, so i yeah. would do these weird like octave glitchy uh-huh. things uh-huh. so i basically started fucking around a lot with that and that sort of, I used on Haley's comment, like, yeah. you know, there's well, that weird, like, uh, Yeah, that's
1: the sound. Okay. Okay. Nice. So that's
2: that sound. And I was like, super like, bro, this is like yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. That, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like that happened. And then the bells also, I felt like create like a really cool vibe. Like I had, I, I was like, I remember very clearly like the day I recorded that. And I was like so pumped, dude, like afterwards, because that Haley's Comet and Haley's Comet reprise was like one long take. Right, right. You split them up. Basically, after I finished singing the song, I just, yeah, I split them up later. And um, like, it was like such a vibe, like when I was recording that song Mm -hmm. that like, I ended up after every layer that I'd record. I'd like just do like a fucking jam with myself for like another seven, eight minutes after like each take. And that thing would end up becoming Haley's Comet reprise. Like I had this other piece of music that would, So by the end of recording, like maybe like 40, 50 tracks, like Haley's Comet would end and it would just go into this weird, like, you know, fucking doom sort of dingy, like (laughs) sort of jam thing. And I was like, dude, that sounds fucking cool. And um, it again ended up being like this, like eight minute song. And like for me, I just for me, those two like later on, I made them two separate things. Like for the longest time, I was intending it to be just that, you know, one continuous thing. Mm. And then I split it because at one, like it reached a point where I was just like, dude, I don't, I'm just gonna like not have that last section on the album. I had sort of like edited it out. And um, then last minute, I just like felt like, hey, I need something to happen between Say No More and A O. Like I need some something to happen over there when I was sequencing the album. And I sort of just was like, you know, maybe if I just pitch shift that section into like the same key that A O is in, maybe that could make a really nice. Like it would go into it really nice and yeah man it's it felt so cool dude like when i did that i was just like fucking wow man like you know the bells come back mm-hmm. and that whole thing like it, it just feels really well nice. yeah and, and
1: i feel like it's the, a lot of the songs like really have have that flow uh because like mm. i think i'm not sure which song it is but there's one song which ends with like a it's like a very like almost like a dissonant like a whistling kind of thing oh, in yeah. the background. And then like, then then just the next song just. Yeah. It's the transition into Skeeter. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it just, it's really nice. Like it, it just, it really feels quite like alive because of that. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of things like that uh, 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 across the album like that. And also like in the ending of, do you know, like, you know, you're with the dogs barking and there's just a lot of like, it just, it feels really alive and it feels like it's not just, music it just it feels like there's some kind of like story that's being like told or something you know yeah so i guess uh you know now with it done and it coming out uh, relatively soon what is it august 13th is it 13th yeah 13th, august uh, what well, like what what do you like what's what's uh i guess i hate asking like what's your plan or whatever but like but i mean ha- like i am sure you're still working on music you're still writing music and such so like is it is this just like a- after this is done it's like okay on to the next thing or is it you know do you want do you want to like sit for a little while and you know just like reflect on this album coming out and you know how do you how do you see like you know the future post this album
2: uh the thing is that like i actually have been on the road for like four four and a half months now and i haven't played any right music bro because mm-hmm. i haven't had any instruments on me i've just like because i mean I'm, I'm on a motorcycle so you can't really, really carry like any musical instruments on that unless like they're small and shit, but like, yeah, no guitar, no keyboard Yeah, for like a long time now, bro. Like I was in Munsiari for two months and then I went to Himachal for like a month Now I've been in Leh for like more than a month. Mm. And through this whole time, like now, since I, th- I feel like I'm going to be here for a while, I need to like, I'm dying to fucking get my hands on a guitar. I've been trying to ask people around. Because I don't want to buy a guitar over here. Mm. That'll just be a waste. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to, like, figure out how to get a guitar, bro. I'm, like, dying to fucking play music, bro. It's been, like, a long time I haven't played music at all. I actually didn't even have my laptop. Mm. Uh, a friend of mine who was coming to Ladakh just sort of was nice enough to, like, bring my laptop for me from Delhi, like, two weeks ago. So till two weeks ago, I didn't even have a laptop. So I couldn't even work on, like, projects that I have, like, lying. Right. So, and even now I'm kind of easing into that. I still haven't like really put in any proper solid work. So honestly, I just can't wait to like start like writing music. Pro. It's been like a long dry spell now.
1: Yeah. You need, you need that outlet a little bit. And having the laptop is not enough when I mean, you need like some kind of, like yeah. outlet, I suppose. Yeah. That's yeah. why having drums at my house like now is like, every, like I got, I got a drum kit like, like during the pandemic cause my, my friend was, like she she moved to London for school and she's a drummer and she was like hey I mean my drums are just lying here and they're not gonna get used so just take it and I was like fuck like and then Amazing. it's just it's just been great like it's it's I think like I mean while I like lighting music on guitar and whatever like I like I like whatever melodies and everything <laughs> I think like mm. the drums are just so much fun to play Fuck yeah! But like bro. it's just like because at any given point in the day it's just like it's I think I like to practice and play the drums the most because I'll just put on like whatever song I like listening to and then I'll just Mm -hmm. play along to it or I'll just go and just it's just like a stress release for like just five to seven minutes just like banging away just playing whatever the hell and uh and then I just go back to doing whatever I'm doing like I don't think I do that with guitar even you know like like everyone is like oh it's practicing like I like it's weird like this thing with the guitar like I like playing guitar but I don't I don't like playing it as much as I do like drums and like certain other things like i'll play the guitar when i have to and like i really feel okay let me try and like write some stuff but yeah i mean my i think my process in general has changed a little bit like from like songwriting i, I don't really sit with a guitar as much anymore um as, much as I do with like samples and like keyboard and like just like but yeah i mean yeah i'm I'm really excited for this album to come out dude, for for milty to come out like 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 I said, we've been anticipating it for a long time. So it's gonna be it's gonna be nice for it to come out and I feel like you'll also feel a sense of relief that it's finally out there in the world for people to hear.
2: Yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till it's out, man.